Ready? Yeah. One, yeah. two, three. Domo arigato. Salam. Oh my God. <laughs> Merhaba. Haskaldenis. And welcome to the Dizzy Vibes podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about episode 13 of Bot Oi New. But first, we had a pretty exciting week. We did? <laughs> wait, wait. No, we did. We did. Oh, my God. We Well, I would say it was more of an exciting day because, um, well, Ali, actually, you should mention the group chat, like this whole okay. ordeal that you went through to to create this for for our friends. So my company had an outage this week. So we have been um, we have been doing a bunch of stuff to try to get back on our online, basically. And so I decided Wednesday in the middle of us trying to get back online and doing everything. Um, why not start a group chat? Um, to talk about BO and AMI and, um, you know, call it the Dizzy Vibes GC. So that way we could ask people like, hey, what do you want to hear on the podcast this week? Or did you enjoy the podcast? You know, just to to gain a little bit of conversation with people who listen to the podcast and watch the two shows. So I got the approval from Marnie and Ray and I did it and I was swarmed with replies. And not only that, I was trying to do my actual job. And so you could imagine me like off the Zoom camera in like on my phone trying to add everyone, get everybody's ads. I took as far as like people who weren't added, like I would reply to them, be like, hey, we can't add you. Like I was doing the most as well as my job too. And um, in the end, we got a bunch of people in the chat and talking about both shows. So I was just wanted to give you that side note of how much I went through, but I'm it was worth everything. I still got my job done. So don't worry about that. But um, I'm really excited. And I truly love that group chat. We have met some really amazing girls on there. And it's so much fun. And if there's anybody out there who is listening in right now and wants to be a part of the group chat that Ali made for us, let us know, like, send us a DM on Twitter, and we'll make sure to put you because honestly, it is such great fun. And it's for both. It's for both BO and AMI. Catch me in there once in a while, just causing chaos. And we love you for that, Ray. It's not Dizzy Vibes without you. So do you guys want to get started? Because 13 was a pretty big episode as the first couple seconds and minutes were pretty emotional. I didn't get to watch the episode live. So I watched it with subs. And I was at the 32nd mark. And I was already crying. Like I was 30 seconds in and I was already crying like a baby. It was just so emotional. Like we have Bora going after her. And then we had Ada in the taxi and she's crying and it's just so emotional. And Bora got his dad to find the telephone number of the freaking taxi driver. I don't know what he found the number. And I love this progression between Bora and his dad because in the earlier episodes, they were really not on speaking terms. Like it was kind of awkward between them. And now Bora is like relying on his dad so much. And it's just so beautiful to see. You know who brought them together? Ada. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. Oh, the brother and the dad. Oh, my God. Why am I just... The brother? The brother? What brother? (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen, just ignore me. I don't know. I'm like, maybe Ray Ray knows more about the plot than we do. There's a brother, I guess. I'm is one that, of the is that, is that is that is that Otis uh ha, is that Otis dad? Oh <laughs> God, no! <laughs> All these theories, but wait, but how though? Well, she brought them together in the terms of she got them closer and more communicating with each other. Yeah, because like Otta was talking to the dad and opening up, and he felt a connection, like a he felt enjoyable to talk to her because his son wasn't talking to him. And then because Otta's bringing a different side of Bora, he's able to talk to his dad because he's changing. Oh, okay. okay. I thought maybe she did something or she said something like to bring them together. But okay, yeah. He's the common denominator of why they're talking. That's true. That is very true. And we can see that based on how Bora's dad speaks to Otta and how he really trusts her with Elif. He sees her like as his future daughter and it's just... Uh, it's just so cute and Bora has like you know he gets his dad to help him to get the number and Bora calls the taxi driver and he tells him he's like the woman in your car is the woman that I'm in love with like that's the woman of my life and like Ada's just crying and oh my god it is just so emotional and 
she then tells the taxi driver she's like yes like you can because he tells her the taxi guy's like oh do you want me to pull over like i i won't if you don't want me to and she finds like yes like just pull over and boroi like goes to her and like oh my god it's just like it is such an emotional scene and then one of the things that i really love about this particular scene is not only was it so powerful um and we really got to see i touch and gem rays um talent when it comes to like just like absolute heartbreak and them like breaking and crying but i think it said a lot about both of their characters because bora had a nightmare that ada left him right that he reject that she rejected him and i think that was like his biggest fear when it comes to ada is just opening up to her after so long of not opening up to anybody after his heart was broken and her rejecting him and that's what we saw in his nightmare and when she left him at the beach she rejected him like his nightmare came true but he did not let his pride he didn't let his fear keep him from staying away from her like he knew something was wrong and he went to her and i loved that so much and then we have ada who left bora at the beach because she was putting him first and not wanting to hurt him and they're just like both coming together and it's, it's truly such a beautiful scene and when she's like crying to him well i loved it when he put his coat like his um suit jacket over her and when she starts crying and she's like stop looking at me like that like you can't keep looking at me like that and he's like i don't know how to look at you any other way i was like oh my god like i was like i was not okay i was not okay i did want to point out he did say i'll never get up on you and um i just want to know will he remember those words when he finds out about the lie oh no like i was totally imagining it like like he finally tells her and he gets mad and wants to leave and she'll be like i thought you said you'll never get out of me and that's and, and, and he'll be like oh that's before i found out you were a liar and then i'm gonna cry like that's you can't take like, those words back no he's gonna like he's gonna take the words back and it's just gonna hurt okay okay we're already getting into this aren't we yep <laughs> okay <laughs> um so as much as I love Ada and, I, and as much as I love Bora, I think that Bora is allowed to take those words back because he was saying those words to something to, uh, I guess, like a belief that is flawed, right? It's not real. It's trust me. I will say that Ada is not truly married. I will say that I don't care about when people say like, oh, Ada is and I'm putting quotes on this cheating on Ruzgar. Like, I don't think she is like this this guy is mentally abusive to her he has threatened her multiple times he has blackmailed her so i don't believe that she's cheating on him i don't think that she should stop living her life just because there's a marriage contract which he has never respected i want her to continue living her life and i want her to be with bora but at the same time when bora finds out the truth I think that it is like I would be okay with him taking back those words because he said it to a woman that he had no idea was married. Like he said it to a belief that is actually not real. Like he's saying it to Ada, who he thinks is single, who he thinks has no attachment. That's just how I see it. He wasn't given the choice. Like I think it would be different if Ada told him and then he tells her that like I'm I'm never going to give up on you after him knowing the truth. And then something happens and then he's like, you know what? No, like I, I take those back. Then I'd be like, but you knew she was married though. And you told her you would never give up on her. Like maybe you're going to help her try to divorce Ruzgar or something like that. Okay. I have, uh, I have a song that I would like to sing. Oh, this is the song that, um, Bora is eventually going to sing to Ada. Have you ever heard the Rick Roll song? Never going to give you up. Never gonna let you down. Why? Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. God, why is this them? Why am I never going to believe? Dude, I really thought you were gonna be like serious right now. Bro. Oh my God. Th that's the Rick Roll lyrics. You know what Rick Roll, right? Yeah. It's that like the troll one, right? Yeah, that's the troll. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, watch somebody lyrics. somebody's gonna make an edit, Ray Ray. I bet it might be you. Bro, I, I make one edit every six months. That's my that's my edit career. But um, what do you guys think? Like what what do you guys think? I think you're right that like I think he met through any hardships, like even in this episode, he was taking like all the bad luck that happened, even though she was causing it. 
causing it. Like he was just down to do it because he's like, I'm never gonna give you up. But I think like her being married, that's one a, like one thing too far. And again, I don't consider her really married, but the fact that from his eyes, like I understand. I don't want him to be me to Ada, but I understand. I too understand because Ada has dug herself such a deep hole of lies. However, you know, she is very scared to tell him the truth just because of his first reaction to one lie. So, and he's really putting her on a pedestal and and we see that through this episode. Like, she tries and tries and instead of just telling him the truth, she tries, you know, a lie or bad fate or something like that. But again, he's just like, you're perfect and we should be together and I love you and but nobody's perfect, and I just want him to see that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I feel like he's just he he's setting like to such high standards for her. Like I'm scared. Like these are like standards but, of like high. Like they're very very high. They're standards when he knows already who Otta was prior. Like they're so high standards, but like he he knew who Otta was prior to these standards, and he hopes that she can set them for him. Prior to you know not knowing her backstory of lies, but Otta wasn't the most perfect you know, employee and stuff. And he, and he's just putting her such a high standard now I feel. Well now, because he's completely in love with her, like he is so infatuated with her and so blinded by that love. And he said that since Ada, he's never felt this way before, right? Since his last heartbreak. And yeah. when Ada told him, she's like, in the last episode, she's like, so this is what made you stop believing in love. And she, he's like, yes, like I refuse to believe in love. Like I didn't think that it was real. I thought that it was an illusion, but then I met you and you broke everything that I thought. So when he sees her and he sees her as the breaker of all these things that he thought were true, that love was such like an ugly thing. And it was a thing that can be used against you. It's not right for him to think that like, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to understand from his point of view it's like he sees her as the one that has been able to do it whereas nobody else could and that's why he has her on such a high pedestal but boy needs to knock her like you know put her down because she is a human being she is a young girl and like anybody else she's gonna make mistakes and bora has made plenty of mistakes in the in the series like when he didn't believe her with the whole bat oinu um article that she wrote Ada was showing him or telling him like I'm the one who actually wrote the article and he didn't believe her and he ran you know he he went to her apartment right like he showed up late at night to go tell her to apologize and I think his dad I think Zafer even told her uh sorry told him when they were sitting at the kitchen table I don't remember what episode it was uh, but he was saying like Ada is gonna make mistakes and she just made one like you know one that you know of it's okay and and then Bora's like but that was a big mistake and his dad's like and you've never made one before and it's like Bora really needs to just see Ada as like not so much as like this angelic being that has you know really broken every vision that he's ever had every ugly vision he's ever had of love and he's she's made it turned it into something beautiful but like she's a human and she's gonna make mistakes and that's what it is and that's just how I feel about it I just think I don't know I think he just ha has higher standards like for other people than sometimes he has for himself and he doesn't realize he himself is uh he himself is just like also human and also can like mess up too yeah he really does. i think he he holds her to, he holds stand to a, yeah a higher a very high standard because like this is this is his first love after like his first love after um asla and one of the things too is his positive he's more like he's too positive Yes. He's not realistic. That's the that's the best way I could describe it. And Ada has never had this type of relationship either because her last relationship was Ruzgard and he could care less about her. So she's kind of going through some stuff too. And he's and that relationship was too negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is too positive. That was too negative. And she's trying <laughs> to have a happy medium. And opposites attract. Yes. Well well, one of the things that I was just like a little like, uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't really know how to feel about this was when when Bora is like when you know obviously they go back to the house and Bora's like I'm not going to give you up Ada like we're going to see who's more stubborn at the end of the day and then he sends her flowers it's the next day at work and they have that moment on the roof and it was a beautiful moment um I like Bora is really showing how 
poetic he is with his words because he is a writer he is very gifted with with words and when he speaks to her when he tells her like words of affirmation and he speaks love words to her he words them very very eloquently and they sound very beautiful and one of the things that i loved was like that he was he told her because she was like i'm going to hurt you like i know i'm going to hurt you and he's like no you're not you, you could never hurt me but your absence could and I'm like, that's beautiful. It, it sounds really beautiful. But at the same time, I think that's a lot of pressure to put on someone because it's like when someone tells you that it's like, you're like, oh, my God, like I mean so much to this person that even me not being next to them is enough to hurt them. It's something to say like, oh, I'll miss you or something, but to hurt you by me not being next to you. And just like his words are so beautiful that you just know, like, I think just all of us are just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I I don't know about you guys, but I am terrified. Like, I am absolutely terrified of when this is going to happen, like when that other shoe is going to drop. Agreed. It's like we can't even enjoy these happy moments because we know that there's something dark at the end of this tunnel. And it's 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 really hard to enjoy them. Yeah, it's like when you like do something what's like when you do something um like you know like that's gonna get you in trouble and you're just waiting to be get on trouble yeah does that happen to anyone or is that just me as a kid who just lived in that who just lived in that fear me too well i i think that because we love it so much and we love these moments and we're just like oh my god like i love it i love it and we're just like oh i i'm scared to love it so much because like rary was saying I know what's going to happen. I know what's at the end waiting for us. And it's going to hurt so much that we're just kind of like keeping it at bay and not trying to get so like in the moment. Because when Bora finds out, like I am, like how Ray was saying, I am also terrified because the way that he reacted when he found out that she did not graduate and that, you know, she lied about it. I felt that that was really extreme. I understand that he does not like lies, but Bora has lied, I think maybe like one or two or three times throughout the series already. And yeah, granted, they weren't as extreme as hers. But if you don't like lying, like you shouldn't justify any type of lie. And when he got so enraged with her over her, her graduation lie, like he was over the top, in my opinion. And I can't even imagine like he's already so in love with her. I cannot imagine how he's going to react. And I'm scared how the fandom's going to react to him. Oh, I was just going to say it's going to be like how AMI's fandom's reacting, but maybe a little bit more sensitive to Lee. Are so, you serious? I love how the AMI fandom is reacting to Ozan. Of course you are, but that's for <laughs> next week's episode. Yes. Okay, this... we... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go. No, you go. Well, it's because since we're, you know talking about us being scared about how he's going to react and we're already like our moods are already right now a little sad can we talk about just how horrible aunt nurges and aunt yesemin are being i, I cannot want to discuss i literally put on my notes teze narges is that how you say her name mm-hmm. i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you you let us all down lady i thought you who the heck late. does she think she is being in love with bora and then this happens and you're like what she's like i want you to give ruzgar a chance she's met ruzgar once when he was um engaged to tukche when they announced that they're like yeah we're engaged oh my god did he oh, oh my god exactly these women like okay and 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 me like i i i come from a hispanic culture like i understand that like we have family members in my culture that are like that like um at nurgis and at yesemin where they kind of don't pay attention so much to like the younger generation's feelings and they they feel like they know what's best but i see these women just being so much more like they are manipulating ada because ada even tells them when she comes back from the beach date night with bora and she's in her room like breaking she's crying at nurgis like barges in and she's like how could you do this to me how could you do this to me and i was just like lady how freaking selfish are you? Like, this has nothing to do with you. Look at your niece. She's crying. Check on her. Make sure she's okay. And then Ada was telling her, I was never in love with Ruzgar. I never loved him. I know I don't love him. I, I know what love is now. And I was never in love with him. And that went in one ear and out the other because they don't care. And 
they made Ada believe that she was never uh, that she was always in love with Rusgar to the point where when Bora asks her because Ada ends up telling Bora about the curse and Bora's like um because she tells them she's like hey like the curse is that you if you fall in love with your first love you need to marry them in order for you not to have any bad luck in your life and Bora was like am I not your first love and she says no but he is it's just her aunts have embedded it, it into her head that he isn't when she knows he is but they they're manipulating her these ants and that freaking curse can go they can go curse themselves <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no and i and like marnie you know this like the latino culture and like the, like the arab culture is extremely similar mm-hmm. in that sense um yeah you will get family member is trying to like convince you like you they will change your perspective of reality if that's makes sense oh it, it definitely does they really do they and it's i it's just like seeing them um autosense doing that to her it's just like like it hits home not like you know in my personal for me but just like for, with family members of mine I'm just like, this is really how it is. And I and I noticed that a lot of people on the TL were saying were saying that, oh, like even in the Turkish culture, like this really is how it is. And then I saw other people saying, oh, like in the Hispanic or like, you know, Latino, um, Arab, like all those like different cultures were like, yeah, this is really how it is for a lot of different cultures. And it sucks because, you know, your elders think that they know what's best for you. And in some situations, I do believe that that's true because, you know, with age comes wisdom. But there should still be, uh, like, I feel like her aunts really do need to be able to sit down with Ada and listen to her and then give their opinions and truly listen to her. Yes. They are being way too manipulative. But can we, can we, like, get into the more positive of how cute Bora was being this episode and how he was just trying to comfort Ada this entire time? Mm-hmm. And he just wanted her attention. He is, like, such a good, um, partner i mean he did okay this is the part where i was just a little bit like uh because well no 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 actually no i take that back because even though he sent ada flowers he didn't announce to everybody that he was her boyfriend before he talked to her up on the roof did you say didn't or did didn't before he didn't say that he was her boyfriend okay he sent her the flowers right um yeah but nobody knew that it was from bora the only reason why they knew that it was from him was because on the roof, he talked to her, right? And he told her, he's like, we're going to get through this um, game of fate together. Like, we're going to beat it together. And she agreed. But she agreed because she's like, you know what? Like, in the back of her head, she's like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make him believe that I'm bad luck. Yeah. Um, but after getting, like, her consent, right? Like, that they're going to stay together and everything. That's when he goes into the office with her. And he sees people talking about, like, oh, who are the flowers from? And, like, all this stuff about Ada. And then that's when he says it, that that's yeah. that they're together. Yeah, he definitely pulled a John from EK there announcing it to the office that they were dating and making it official. Dude, it was just so funny. Because one of the things I noticed is they never just explicitly say anything in the show. Even yeah. during that scene, they, they, just, they just hug. And maybe I'm just annoying, but I just like things explicitly said. Wait, what do, what do you mean? Like, he was, they never said, okay, we'll be together. Yeah. No, oh, that's true. It was, like, open-ended. Yeah, it was open-ended. And it, I don't know if I'm just annoying, but I don't like that. No, yeah, I think, especially because it's something big. It's like, oh, like, Ada was explicit. Like, she was direct with him when she told him at the end of episode 12, like, it's over. We cannot be together. Like, we knew that they broke up. But when they get back together on on the roof, when they hug each other and he tells her, like, we're going to get through this together. And he kisses her on top of the cheek. I mean, on top of the head. And she's, like, holding on to him. And I think she says, like, I hope or so- or something. I don't know what she says. But they're together. We we know they're together. But, yeah, I would have liked them to actually have said it. Like, for him to be like, will you stay with me? Like, can we continue this? And for her to say yes. What I always like to say is define the relationship, DTR. Someone's watched a lot of How, How I Met Your Mother. You know that's my favorite, one of my favorite shows. I know. It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> no, that's yeah, why- I agree. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say, Ray? I was like, that's why we're on here together. Exactly. 
Um, no, I completely agree because that causes Ada to be in like a confusion kind of mess. And you could see on her face she was shocked when announced to the office that they were together. She was like, what? Kind of, you know, how she gets when well, she's I, embarrassed. I just don't think that she... I, I think that she knew that her and Bora were back together. I just don't think she thought that he was going to announce it publicly because she even tells him like why did you tell everybody and he's like you know like what i like i don't like secret office romances which is why i told everybody i know and i like how he one of the things i do appreciate he's like he's like i can't be above basically he's like i can't be above my staff like i make these rules i have to follow these rules oh that's i I didn't even catch that He, he did say that that was super sweet I didn't catch. Oh man, I wish I caught that. It I was don't... in the um closet. Oh yeah. Oh, that closet scene was so good. Like it yeah, was. Yeah, really, and then when he went good. in for a kiss, and she uh, put the bottle right in oh. front of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Typical Ada. And but, then, uh, like, oh, go, go, go. No, I want Ellie to go. Oh, I'm gonna talk about Tuche. So if you guys want to finish up with Bora and. No, no, no. We we have to talk about Tuche. Yeah, she's going off the deep end. Um. I'm How- gonna. I feel bad for her. Me too. Me. Me too. Like she thought she was friends with Ada, kind of thing, right? Well, it was, it's not that she's friends with Ada, but like she, I think she just put her faith in Ada, and she got she got, got screwed over. Yeah, she got screwed over. And like from her eyes, like I know, like Ed for Fry, but like in her eyes, yeah, she, she got screwed over by Ada. Ada Ada in her eyes kind of took her man and I see where she's coming from in her frustration. Like in my eyes, her her actions are just like like not like Chalga where it's um where like Chalga like what the hell delusional. Yeah, Chalga's delusional. Like Ada was sitting here like these past few episodes convincing her and helping her and saying, No, you and Bora would be a good couple, then suddenly they're together. No, like I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I don't blame Tuche for any of her actions. Like, I, I if she goes off the deep end, yeah, but so far, like, I like, she's being petty. Like, I would probably be petty in her situation too. Yeah, I think Tuche really did not. I mean, we all know that Tuche um, and Ada had more of a frenemies relationship, but I don't think Tuche has any real female friends, and I yes. think Ada was the closest to it. And not only did and okay, granted, Chukche was not a very good friend to Ada, but you can you guys hear my dogs? Yeah, but it's very light. Yeah, it's fine. okay. Sorry, sorry if anybody can hear my dogs. Um, Tukche was very. They just have very strong opinions about. Tukche. They do. They really do. They love Bio. Um, but Tukche was. She knew Ada. Like I think she always had suspicions about Ada. You know, but. I think Ada really put her at ease that no, there's nothing going on. And then with the whole Maltum thing and Tuche and Ada working together, I think that really put Tuche at ease. Like Ada has more, I guess, like more Tuche's back or something like that. And so when Bora announces it to the whole office, like Tuche's face was just like, I, I felt so bad for her. And then when she's sitting on the floor in her office and Ali comes in and he's like, Tuche, like, I just want you to know that if there's anybody that, you know, if you ever need to talk to anybody, I'm here. Because this girl has nobody. Like, she literally has, I don't even think she has her mom. I think her mom lives in, like, another state. Yeah, like, I honestly don't think she has, like, nobody to talk to. But she did have Bora to talk to, which I felt that was such a sweet scene. I really loved that scene of what they said and what Bora said to her. And you usually don't see that in Dizzy's where the man who's with the girl goes to talk to the one that he knows who liked him, I guess, would you say? Like, that was the most honest, I think, I've seen a male protagonist confront his ex slash person he knows that likes him. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you. It, it, sorry. It's, there's a motorcycle. I don't know if you guys can hear the motorcycle. I'm sorry. There's, like, a lot going on in my house right now. No, so I can't I- hear the motorcycle. Okay, because I'm like muting myself. Um, so if anybody can hear dogs barking or a motorcycle, I apologize. They also have strong opinions about Tucci the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. But one of the things is is I think honestly we just have to remind ourselves of these times of Amora that this one after the shoe drops. Like remind us deep down he's a good person because I honestly think he's gonna go off the deep end once he You're finds right. out. 
yeah, I thought that moment between Bora and Tukche was beautiful. And it just shows like when he was talking to her, how much he truly does care about her because he tells her, I don't want to see my childhood friend ever sad. I hope that you find someone that loves you for you. And Bora really is a different um, type of male DC character. And I think like Raya was saying earlier on in this episode, this podcast episode, is that we are so terrified that because of the ratings um, and everything, you know, because the ratings weren't that great for this past episode for BO, that Canal D, as we know, is a very cutthroat. Um, where are they? Like a production company, a channel? It's a channel. Oh, a channel. Thank you. They will cancel a DC just like that. And if the production company that is producing a Bot Oinu tells the writers do something different, make Bora more like, I don't know, like revenge plot. And I made a tweet and I'm like, it's sad that I can totally see. Like, I am so positive that if they put a revenge plot and they make Bora treat Ada like just horribly after finding out the truth, I bet you the ratings are going to increase a lot. And it's sad, but it's the truth. We're going to see Bora Bay like a switch is going to get flipped and I'm scared. Oh, God. And the fandom's going to freak out. Like the fandom's going to go crazy, which they have every right to because I know a lot of people might be like, that's not our Bora. That's not our Bora. But the Bora, Bora's only Bora because the writers make him. Like if this is the way that they, they're going to write him, like that's Bora, which is going to be so horrible because it's like we're used to like a more gentle, soft, caring Bora. I think we would have to see him in that moment because he did freak out a little aggressively over the college thing. So, like, that's still Bora a little bit inside him, deep down. Yeah. I think we're going to see something similar to, I don't know if anyone has watched Kerelek Ashk, where um, basically when Omar finds out Daphne's secret, he runs away for, like, months. Oh, yes, I've seen that. And I I feel like because this is, like... A secret on the same magnitude but i don't hope it gets revealed in the same way just for context and here like gosh like spoiler alert and skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this that the secret gets revealed like as they're walking down the aisle at their wedding and like that's at the like the last possible moment and i just think that even omar's characters and boris characters are like very similar where they're kind of like hard on the inside but soft with the people they care about that Bora is going to have a, a similar reaction to what Omar does. And he's just going to, it's going to be a while before he's even ready to like look at Ada again. Oh, that's going to be, that's going to be really tough. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but so basically, okay, this is leading up to what Ray is saying because, and Ali, because we don't know how Bora is going to react. We have no idea. We, I think. We all are pretty confident he's most likely going to break up with Ada. Would you guys agree to that? That you would break up with Ada when she finds out the secret? Yeah, when he finds out that she's married. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think the same exact thing. I think that, and I think everybody does that this is going to break them up and they're going to be separated for some episodes. And this is where his ex girlfriend, Asli, is going to come back because when Zafer, because everybody finds out. Once Bora makes that announcement to the office, like word gets around, Bora's family finds out that they're together. So does Ada's family. And uh, Balma Balma says something like, no, this was before. Sorry, sorry. This is before. Um, Because Nurgis is just being absolutely horrible. And Nurgis tells uh, Bora's dad like, oh, I talked to Ada and Ada said that she doesn't love Bora, that she's actually not in love with him. And Bora's dad's like, that's so weird. Like, I truly thought that she was. Like, I could see it, but I guess not. So he was really disappointed. Balma, on the other hand, which is Bora's mom, she was not. She was completely happy. And then when Zafer leaves, Balma, she, like, says to herself something, like, she says she's uh, she's leaving just the way I got Asli to leave. That witch. What? Yeah, that Balma did something to Asli, or she forced Asli to lie to Bora. So Asli's coming. Oh my god. So Asli, so now every, and I wrote, this is the, what I wrote to the group chat, like the one that Ali made for Dizzy Vibes. And I wrote to the girls and I said, girls, what the heck? Balma forced Asli to lie. Like this is what I'm getting based off of what she, 
Balma said to herself that Balma did something to Asli or blackmailed her or something. Asli purposely lied to Bora because she was forced to by his mom. So Asli never actually lied to Bora to begin with. She's always been innocent. Imagine the conflict that this is going to create. Oh my God. Oh my God. My heart just stopped because I swear to God, if they bring her back and then she's going to say the truth and what if he gets back together with her just to fight Ada even more and then she's going to fight with Ada. I can't do this. I am terrified for that because when Boris, because Ada, Ada's being blackmailed, right? But the lie that she's saying, like the lie that she's keeping from him is an actual lie. Like she really is married. Asli, on the other hand, she might have been innocent this whole time. I hope she isn't. I know that's petty. I know. No, I hope she isn't either. Yeah. (laughs) I hope she isn't either. But when Balma said that, I was just like, like, oh my God, like my heart dropped. Like I texted the girls right away. Like I could not believe this. And then when everybody, and now this is when everybody finds out, um, um, Bora's family and Ada's family, like nobody's happy. Like they're all, they want to separate them completely. The only one that's genuinely happy for them is Zafer. Well, and Elif, of course. Wow. I'm, my mind is blown that you told, like, I read that line and I maybe just misunderstood it. But now that you, it makes so much sense. I kind of want it. It's going to create so much angst and... You know what, like, it's already, like, there's already a lot going on. There was so much going on in this episode. Even when um, Ada is making, like, trying to, like, scheme, like, do different schemes to make Bora believe that she truly is bad luck. So she shuts the power off at the office. He gets stuck in the elevator. And I loved it when he tells her, he's like, I don't believe in, like, this fate. Like, I don't believe in this bad luck. I believe in you. And then he, like fogs up the elevator window and he like does the heart stop that was i know listening. so cute he's, he's such an adorable like i feel like he's such an adorable baby there with and he's our baby and that's oh. why i'm just like he's so like i don't know like like he's obsessed with obsessed with her but not like obsessed with her in a creepy way like in a positive cute way like the mm-hmm. word for arabic in it is called is mahroom and it just it makes my heart happy to see him happy like this. Yeah, he is so in love with her. Like it is a very different Bora. Like he's very different when he's in love. This which boy is... gets beaten up for her. Like he loves her. Oh yeah. And then there's a fire that happens, which I'm like, oh, like that actually is bad luck because you know Ada doesn't mean to start the fire. Um, but she does by accident. I guess like the generator just I don't know what happened to it, but. I loved her walk, like when she was running down like the ramp. I don't know if you guys noticed. Like she looked, she was like waddling with the fire extinguisher. She's so cute. She really she's, is. She's like, I'm just trying my best here. And it was like, it was so much. Like I understand, like she's trying to show Bora, like I, if you're with me, it's bad luck. And she's only doing this because she's r- truly trying to separate him from her. Like she's trying to make, she's trying to give him the choice to leave her. And while her aunt Nurgis and her aunt Yesimin, they're the ones who like tell her exactly like what they she can do to get this to happen. But she does it during like a very big presentation and like a very uh, a client, like a very big client for Boris company. But somehow she manages to get them to agree to be part of Boris company. And so like that's great. And like Bora and the office when he's just staring at her, like I'm like, oh my God, like the way he's just looking at her. It was a game of fate. It was a bot oinu. <laughs> but uh... it was so hot because he like he like tells her, Do you know what you did for me? And she's like playing it off. She's like, No, like I don't know. And he goes like, um, I don't know what he says. He says something, but like he's like complimenting complimenting her. And then she asks him, because they're like super close. They're both sitting at the edge of his desk. And she tells him, she's like, what are you thinking about? And he's like, what you're thinking about. And then, like, you can just tell she gets really flustered. And she, like, stands up. Um, and she's like, but Bora Bay, like, uh, we can't. We're in your office. There's windows. Um, like, a- anybody can see. And this man's face lights the F up. Like, he, he has the biggest grin on his face. And then Ada's like, wait, she's like, wait, I don't know if we were talking about the same thing. And he goes, no, like he that's when he towers over her. And this is I'm like, oh, my God, like 
he towers over her and then he's just like i think he's like no we were thinking about the same thing i think about it all the time and i was like oh my god they're talking about they're literally talking about like having sex in the office this is insane like what the heck is going on and this is when i messaged um the group chat that we have and like there was some girls who were saying like no i don't think they were talking about that but there were some girls who were saying yes they were and then we were all talking about like how everybody would feel if ada were to have sex with him before the truth is revealed and it made for a really interesting conversation that's what i'm saying like if anybody wants to join like that group chat like please add us because honestly it is such the conversations are really good and it's a lot of fun and ada wasn't even wearing heels oh (laughs) she doesn't have to anymore dude i guess not i want to give my two cents on this and just say i think it's okay if they sleep together because at least she has one night up on before date makes her go back to rosegar for a while what what Basically, I feel like what's going to happen is she's going to, like, her aunts are going to force her back with Ruzgar uh, after the truth comes out. I think that's what they said. No, didn't they say something, like, in her agreement with them of when she's, like, writing it down in her journal? And then her aunt Nurgis is like, and you're going to give Ruzgar a second chance? Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh I just can't even with them. I really can't. So, oh, going forward and, like, towards the end, he gets beat up for her. <laughs> Oh no, the pool scene. Oh, the pool scene. Oh my god, the pool scene. So, the pool scene, such a a moment. Which I'm like, it's September. Isn't it getting cold? But besides the fact. Girl, um, they heat everything up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say something like that. But they're talking and, you know, again, Bora's just trying to or to loosen up, you know, say we're a couple, blah, 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 blah. And his phone starts ringing. And she, she knows how important works to him. And she's like, you have to answer it. You have to answer. He's like, no, I'm not answering. I'm with you. Like, you're most important, which sigh or no love. And then he calls again and she's like, you have to answer it. They like basically try to reach for the phone and they both end up falling in the pool. And what Boris says something so romantic, basically like I'll never. What does he say, Marnie? Eh. Uh, you don't remember. Just keep swimming. No. <laughs> He's- I I don't remember. Basically, says like I'll never let you go. Yes. Oh yeah, there we go. Or I'll never let you drown. Yeah, because they were talking about drowning oh, and like yeah, something. Yeah. And he's like, I'll never let you drown. And then she like hugs him, and it's just a sweet moment. But well, she did that on purpose though, because yeah, when she... when he when he calls her uh, while he texts her, she's laying in bed next to her horrible aunt. She comes out to meet him by the pool and he surprises her with cotton candy because that's like a callback to one of the previous episodes where they were eating cotton candy together. He knows that she loves cotton candy and she gets like all giddy. And then that's when he gets the phone call. And then that's when she's like, wait, I can use this to my advantage to make him believe in in the fate, like the bad luck. And so she pur- that's what she purposely does that. Like she purposely wants the phone to go into the pool to make him believe in the bad luck. The, the second time because the first time she she's telling him to like answer the phone right and then she's like gets mad she's like Ugh. and then the second time it rings and she she puts more effort into trying to get into the pool yeah uh, that's just like the queen of self-destructive behavior 100 percent. she's most really likely is. most definitely like she doesn't know how to take her fate into her own hands and control it she's actually is controlling her fate but like in a negative way Especially uh, in yeah. that scene, just an example of how she got them both thrown into a pool. But it did work out in her favor since so she got to hold them like that in the pool. Oh, she held him like as if it was going to be the last time she held him. It was she should tell them she's like, I'll never let you go or something like that. And that's when she like holds on to him. And I'm just like, girl, like, stop trying to sabotage your own love life. Like, this is the man of like, this is this is the love of your life. This is your person. Like, the universe brought you two together. And this is who you're supposed to be with. Just because you have your aunts, both of your aunts in what in like either of your ears, like, don't pay attention to them. It's like whatever your heart is telling you and what your gut is telling you, that's what you need to listen to. Not the opinions of those who have, they don't see how you are with him. They don't see how he treats you. Like, don't listen to them. Listen to his actions. And this is the thing. Okay, I'm going to just, I'm just going to just go. No, like, because I'm going to go off. Because they meet up with Ruzgar at the, like, they make like an ugly picnic with him. Disgusting. And Ruzgar. I posted on Twitter and I called it a family meeting. I just can't with them. Like, Aunt Yesemin, out of all of them, Aunt Yesemin knows almost everything. Like, she knows Ada has told her how Ruzgar has treated her. Not, like, 
directly like every single detail but enough to know that Ruzgar is a piece of s you know Ruzgar looks at aslan and he's like Inishte, and he's like oh can i call you father i mean uh brother-in-law right Inishte's brother-in-law <laughs> you didn't you didn't see that dare no i know because he, he, he's a textbook manipulator Ruzgar looks no aslan looks at aslan looks at nurges for approval like hey can he call me Inishte? and nurges nods her head like yeah you could it's like what you Why were rooting you- for bora literally three days ago yeah, nurges ain't loyal no dude okay this is the thing so in the group chat and i'm and i'm sorry if it gets annoying that i keep referencing this group chat but i'm telling you like this group chat like they have theories and stuff and this was one of them so one of our friends mavi hi mavi so if she's listening she was writing that she thinks that that aslan wasn't nurgis's first love even though nurgis is like oh yeah like um the only one that this curse in our the women in our family hasn't affected is me because i married my first love when nurgis and and yes and men were talking to ada exactly about how the curse happens and what happens if you get cursed one of the things is that you you there's no children like you're not able to have children nurgis cannot have children she has been trying for years to have children with aslan but she can't she keeps having miscarriages i was thinking that not prior to i didn't see the text i mean the gc message apologies but i was thinking like so it affected aunt yasmin and it's affecting ada why has it affected Teze Nurgis? Well, because she said it makes yeah, sense. She was saying it didn't affect me. It didn't. It didn't hurt me because I married my first love. I mean, yeah, it could be. There's a lot of women that because of you know like biology, like they just cannot have children. But when Nurgis tells Ada, she tells Ada this episode. She tells Ada when they're when Ada's writing down like on her in her journal, like exactly what the curse does and how she can kind of get Bora to leave her. Nurgis ex- uh, directly says you can't have children like you're not able to have children with the person that you're with she's with aslan sure she's married she loves the man but they can't have children is it possible that aslan isn't nurgis's first love and then that's the part of the curse that's affecting her and which is why she's so adamant about ada not being with bora and anybody else besides ruzgar and she's like literally not listening to anything her niece is saying this damn curse do you think it's more that she's looking out for her niece in this sense or is like she's just solely so invested into this curse because she's not even taking her own advice i think it's both i think the reason why she's letting like this curse really overtake her is because she's so afraid of her niece not having the life that she wants for her because when you truly love someone like when you have a child or you have like someone someone that's like you see as like more important than you right that you love more than your own life like you want them to be more successful more happy with their own life than you want for yourself and i think that's what nurgis wants like yeah like nurgis is happy i do think she's happy but she can't have children and that's the one thing that her and aslan really want and she knows that ada wants children and so for her for her to think that Ada might not be able to have children if she isn't with the first like the person that she thinks that she's in love with or that she was in love with first. That's why she's like, I don't care. Bora, she knows, like Nurgis knows because they even do a callback to the, the dream that Nurgis had about the trees. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think Ada and Bo- Ada is the true one that can break all these three curses. It's like the Holy Trinity. It's the Holy Three Curses. She breaks one on one and then she'll finally be free of them. Yeah, because it keeps affecting. Because I don't want Aslan and Aunt Nurgis to divorce. Oh, no, yeah. They're they're beautiful together. Even though Nurgis is being just... Like, yeah, but I but could Aslan- less about SCS being. It's like, I don't know how they don't see... <sighs> Whatever. Point is, like, they're just being too much right now. And, oh, Bora finds out. How Do you guys remember how Bora finds out that it's um Ada that was behind, like, shutting the power? Can you tell me the answer? Because I can answer. But we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> the way that i actually do not want to cut that out oh my god no i do not remember oh my god <laughs> but you could keep the other part it was her cutting off the, the like he went to look at the security footage at the company oh oh was this in this episode yeah i missed miss this we're terrible <laughs> so he he's like him and ali are drunk and they're outside in the backyard and bora's telling ali do you want to know how i know that it's ada behind this bad luck right like the whole thing at the company with the client with my phone falling in the the pool and myself and ada and he's like it's ada doing it because at the company i went back to look at the security footage and i saw ada at the generator 
turning everything off. And so she's the one that's like causing all of this in our relationship to show me that she truly is bad luck. This is when a thief comes to Bora's house. And I was laughing so much at these two drunk dummies because they start helping him. And it's like a real thief. No, it was. But I laughed more the next day when everyone was freaking out about the robbery. And Bora's like, I knew it was you. And I was like, the thief? And he's like, yeah, it was you. You, that was your friend. And she was like, the thief? And he, <laughs> and he said, yeah, you wanted to prove that this was bad fate. So me and Ollie helped him and we're going to go to his house. And she said, he was a thief. He's a robber. <laughs> I'm telling you, this wasn't a plan. And she was, it, and Boris then freaks out. And then the dad comes in. He's like, the police, the police, we have to go to the police. And it just goes crazy. This was a twist of fate for sure. Oh, yeah. He also, he thinks like this is just some dude sent by Ada. So she's like interested in entertaining him. But yeah, then Ada's freaking out. Like everybody's freaking out. And Bora. But thankfully. Oh. No, okay, continue, you go. I was just going to say, but thankfully Bora remembered the license plate. Oh, yeah. And him and Ollie go to this like abandoned kind of house, right? Or like this house. Yeah, it's like a warehouse. Yeah, warehouse. They're like calling out the guy and then a bunch of guys show up, basically. Oh, yep. And they beat him up. But then again, he comes to Ada and Celine are at the apartment. They're lying again. Which, by the way, they're being liars. So what's on that? But why? I don't get it. Like, okay, this is the thing. I don't get why Bora lied about being like severely hurt. Because he wanted Ada to take care of him. That's just going to make her be like, this is actual bad luck. Like, that's yeah. just going to reinforce that this is real bad luck for her. Maybe he wanted to play it off because she had been lying about everything. And so um, he was like, I know you've been lying about oh, the fate, which yeah. I think was brought up maybe or not. And yeah, so it does, it does get brought yeah, up. Yeah, he, he brought up like, I've known you've been lying. And so he just did it back to her. And so he pretends that he got injured more than he did. And Ollie plays along and Ollie and Celine leave. But then Ada sees that Bora is okay and she decides to reverse it back on him and oh, gives yeah. him a bad massage. And you do her hair crack. And I, I really, I laughed at that part. Yeah, she was like, she's like, I saw this on the internet. And she's like, freak, like, she's like hurting this man so much. And poor Bora's like in so much pain. That's what she tells him. She's like, I know you're lying. Like, I saw you and you're completely fine. He's like, yeah, I was fine before I got here. But now I'm feeling horrible after that. And she's like really upset with him. But before that, before she knows that he's lying, there's this beautiful moment that they share when she's checking his fever and she kisses him on the forehead. And her like her chin like trails down the bridge of his nose. And he's just like staring at her. Oh, my God. Like, it was poetry. It was pure poetry, that scene. And then he, I don't know what they were going to do next, but. No, that's she, when she finds out that he was lying. Oh, no, I was going to say when he gets up and he's like, I'm going to go take off my bandages in the bathroom. Did they have a plan of the, what they were going to do next? No, someone, um, the doorbell rings and then he yes. asks, he tells her, he's like, oh, were you expecting anybody? And she's like, oh, no, but it was probably the neighbor. It's probably the neighbors because we haven't yes. been here for a while. Yes, yes, yes. And that's when Jeepers Creepers freaking shows up and he tells Ada, he has like the report, right? He has, it's the report, right? Of their investigation. Yes. Um, We don't know if it's positive or negative because that's something that I saw that it was like, it's he's i don't know if it's positive is that a good thing or is this one of those like weird confusing thing where it's like the positive actually means that it's bad like if you get tested positive for stds like that type what <laughs> okay because that's what i'm saying like this is where i was confused because i think ruzgar because oh i get what you mean so if it's positive it means it's bad like they investigated and they found out that yeah so i and so it's positive oh i get what you're saying but if it's negative so, then it's good yeah do we want it to be positive or do we want it to be negative because i barely I understand you think i know turkish <laughs> no. i was hoping you understood the subtitles because uh, i don't understand <laughs> if we want positive is we're happy yes positive or we're like oh no like no that's not like is it like an std like not that she on. has an std hold on to our listeners if you're listening can you please add us dizzy vibes um, D-I-Z-I-V-I-B-E-Z. 
um, and let us know what we should be thinking about this report. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I'm just like, I don't know if this is like a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. But anyways, he doesn't tell her. He just says, I have the report. Um, it's ready and she's like oh like he's like aren't you gonna invite me inside she's like no I'm sorry I can't like the the apartment's a mess like we can go talk outside and, and he's like okay sure whatever blah 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 and then you hear Bora go save him and then he shows like he comes out of the restroom and then uh, Jalabe like looks at Bora and then looks at Ada and his face just drops kind of like girl are you are you joking right now like he just caught her cheating type of thing and I have no idea how they're going to or how Ada's going to get out of this one. Like Jalabe heard Bora call her my love. Like, how are you going to just like what excuse are you possibly going to say for that? I was kidding. Oh, yeah, He's there we kidding. go. Perfect. He's kidding. He's JK, kidding. JK, guys. <laughs> no, I really don't know. And then we got the fragment because like that wraps up episode 13, right? At that wraps up. So that's how it ends, which we already knew. I mean, I kind of don't like that they put that in the fragment. Sure, they didn't put the whole part with Bor. Wait, did they put the part with Bor in the fragment? They did. They didn't put the beginning part with the report. Oh, okay. Well, basically, like, they spoiled it. That's how it ended. We already saw that in the fragment, which sucks. But it was a good, it was a really good episode overall. Mm -hmm. And then the fragment, uh, the second fragment for episode 14 dropped today. And that got everybody absolutely crazy on the TL because sex var. And we think there's going to be sex. I don't know if there is, but I, I think there is. What do you guys think? I don't know. I'm indifferent. Um, I definitely get those vibes. But also I see, you know, it is dizzy and that it could get interrupted. Sorry to burst your bubble. Um, I know that most of the household has left because they're having their own date night. However... There's some people that don't live in the household that can still interrupt this yeah, moment. But enough for him to like literally w trespass into onto their property, open their door, go. Okay, you think the maid left and that can't she can't answer the door? Yeah, but do you do you think a maid who has probably been working there for I don't know how many years would just allow a guest to not like go around the house? No, without I'm saying she okay, this is how I would this is how I'd picture it. Rusgard or whoever, whatever, one of those characters comes, knocks on the front door. The maid's like, hold on, goes upstairs, knocks on their door. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's trespassing involved. Okay, <laughs> We're not going hold crazy on. here. Okay, if that maid does this, if that maid does this, she will be You're going to make her a waitress? <laughs> <laughs> she will be the most like disliked character <laughs> like at nurses and at yesterman i'll like girls like i got you from now on that meg will be like public enemy number one for disrupt disrupting them like effing i will be so upset if that happens i hope it doesn't happen i'm just saying like knowing disease is always an interruption in something i okay this is what i think i think i would honestly sorry i just want to say this i would honestly want their special moment night to be outside the mansion personally i would want At it to be mountain somewhere house else. oh mountain yeah mountain house. house that's where it should be or like it should be there i okay i think that it it is going to happen um and the reason i think so is because it's gonna give bora even more of a reason to like go crazy like break down because you can see, like, we can see how nervous Bora is in the fragment. Uh, even though, yes, like, he has a lot more. I'm pretty sure he has a lot more experience than Ada. But when you're in love with somebody, it doesn't matter how much experience you have. Like, when you're with that person, like, they just have a way of making you feel like everything is new. And I think that's what Bora's feeling. And that's why I think that they really are going to have sex. And I hope that that maid does not come. Because I will, like, I know me and, like, everybody else. We only know what the only thing is coming that night. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I I don't, I don't know, man. I just think that if you're going to give Bora, if the writers are really going to push Bora over the edge, what more of a reason to push someone over the edge when you just had sex with them? Like, you just had sex with them. And then the next episode, you find out. 
or you're about to find out. Either it's it's either going to be the next episode. So I'm I'm thinking it's either going to be episode 15 or 16 where the truth is going to come out. I think it's going to be at the end of 15 though, where it's going to end with him, something with him finding out. That's what I think. And he's going to be completely betrayed because he just slept with her. He's in love with her. He gave himself to her and he trusted her with everything, like everything of himself. So that's how I see it. And then that's where I see the whole Osley, his ex-girlfriend Osley thing, you know, coming into play. Yes. And I just really, like, I really hope this girl, like, I don't want people to lie. Like, I that's hope not she's what pretty. I want. Not as pretty as Ada, of course, but I hope she's Wait, like, oh, I saw it. No, I don't want, I don't want her at all, dude. Like, I want her out. Like, I don't want her at all. I don't want, if she comes back, I want like, her. She, okay, but honestly, if it was the, it's the mother that's crazy. It's the mother that we should be against. If she was forced and lied, like, had to lie about, then I feel like she deserves a voice. Just to tell Bora, like, just to tell Bora, you can love again, basically. Like, I did this because I was forced to do this, but you can love again. It's not, it wasn't my fault. No, no, if she if she comes back, and the way that we've seen Bora and how beautiful this man is in a relationship, and how how he's not a perfect boyfriend, but he's damn well close to it. Like he is very, very in tune with his lover. Like he is very um, passionate, caring, um, puts them first. If she were to come back and he were to be single, I very much doubt that she's going to want him to get away a second time. I guess you're right. I don't know. No, I don't know if I have no idea if I'm right. I want her to show up. Basically, I want her to show up like and look like Ollie in a wig. Like, oh my gosh, Ali in a wig with the beard, with I don't know what, like just Ali with the wig. Oh my gosh, you're totally <laughs> no, you dude. Want... I just, just I don't want her to be like, no, I get what you're saying, but in a sense, like knowing that, just going back to what I said, I would just, I would want to give Ozzy a chance because she was, she was wronged, she was wronged, but not in a way to push them to be lovers by any means, like. I hope she falls in love with Rusegard or somebody else in the office. I don't care, okay? But I just Wait. would want her to give, give like, her story or her side of the story. Okay, yeah, that, okay. I, because I then, okay, if she gives her side of the story, Bora's understanding. Then maybe he can freaking have a light bulb moment and realize maybe I should have gave Ada a chance to tell her side. Hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just want to clarify that I, when I said... Ali with the wig. I meant his cousin Ali, not Ali. 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 No, she means me. I have brown you hair. I met so you? She, yeah, no, no. Like I meant no, his I'm cousin. Saying, like I have brown hair, so I'm guessing you want her to like have blonde hair. <laughs> no, a- just I just feel like I'm like, but okay. Now that you put it like that, where it's like you know, giving her a voice, letting him hear her out, understanding you know what happened, and being just like empathetic towards the situation yeah. could open up that compassion for Ada's situation so i'm like okay okay i i i see it but i'm still like oh this is a DZ though like they're gonna do something bring up the maid situation again interrupting them almost having a special moment because i guess that pushed somebody's buttons a little too far <laughs> um what if it's the family coming home because their trip got ruined or something to that effect it could be anybody i'm just saying Okay, okay, because I'm like, that maid is going to be my number one enemy if she were to do that. Yeah, Marty's or, making her a waitress. Oh my, because I forgot what it was called, or where, where that position was called. I don't know why I said waitress. It's um, okay. But, yeah, there's just, like, a lot. There's so much that I felt like this episode really added to just, like, the progression of the yeah. plot in general, and mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people that are just really happy just like with the way the story is going. And I, I feel like the BO fandom is just very positive right now and like very happy because it's like we're getting these beautiful ad board scenes and they mm-hmm. truly are amazing. But we know that that breakup, that hurt is coming. And oh my God, it's just gonna, it's nice knowing that all of us are going to have each other to lean on because, like we were saying in the beginning, I touch and Jemray are just incredibly talented actors and they're going to deliver probably one of the most hard-hitting breakup scenes i i believe yeah 
it's a tough match it from is. some we've seen. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we yep. thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the people we have met. And thank you again for thank you again, like I said, for listening. I hope you enjoyed and we can't wait for you guys to come vibe with us. Yes. And I just want to say again that I love you all. And I know we appreciate every single one of you. And come join our group chat if you want. I know I keep saying it and I'm sounding really annoying, but just DM us. Okay. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs>